Here we go. This is happening. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to the Should We Get Married podcast. This oh. is Sandwich, and that's pickle. the Beanster. Oh, oh I I'm mean pickle. pickle. I am Pickle. <laughs> I uh, actually just ate a dill pickle like two minutes ago. Wow. So I pickle breath. No. <laughs> no. Why? I do, though. I do, though? The, yeah, but don't say I have this fill-in-the-blank breath and then blow it on somebody. That's what? not... What if it's like cotton candy? This is a real, this is a podcast about relationships, <laughs> and uh, it's about our relationship and um, relationships in general. We're asking the question: Should we get married? Should anyone get married? Um, and discussing all the in betweens of the birth of a relationship to the death of a relationship, the nooks and crannies, yeah, in the relationship cosmos. Um, Keywords. Here, can I tell you a story right off the rip? Please do. Okay, so. I have been on Amazon.com lately. Who hasn't? Um, and uh, my slippers, my mahibas. Your mahabis, <laughs> yeah. Is that how why you? Why are why are they like rubber banded by the front door? I just noticed that today. I'm about to get into that. Okay. If you <coughs> would have a little bit of patience. <coughs> okay. Okay, clearing the throat into the mic. So I, I'm on Amazon. It's, okay, let me rewind. Let me rewind. I got derailed. I got derailed a little bit there. Let me rewind. Don't do the rewind. <laughs> what is going on with you right now? Pickle breath and you're, you're just re- doing the rewind. I'll tell you why. Can I tell you a story? Yeah. Oh, really? I thought you could give me major I'm just shit because you're giving a story. I'm give, I give up. I'm in full chill mode today and yesterday. And I've been wearing my relaxation tuxedo for two days, which is just full sweats. And I couldn't, you know, I didn't have time to change. And I'm, my brain's chilling. So. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. What's yours? How long did, did it take you to write that story? In my head? Did I write you, it as it comes out. Did you pen that story over a few decades with a lot In of. In a way. I mean, I've been working on that chilling for a long time let me get back to my story mm-hmm. so i have these slippers i love them you bought them for me they're mahabis i call them mahibis but now i'm realizing how annoying that is <laughs> and stupid and i'm just questioning the whole bit about mispronouncing mahabis at this point and i've been mispronouncing mahabis as mahibis for years thinking it was a funny bit and i'm realizing that it's just annoying and not funny Right now, I'm having a crisis in this moment. You're witnessing a man having an existential crisis. I'm losing my mind. I've lost it. It's gone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a goner. I've seen you have worse crises. So anyways. Also, I just tuned you out for a sec. Were you still talking about (laughs) Mahabis? Dear God, man. (laughs) What is going on? Should we get married? Should anyone get married? Should you get married? Should we get (laughs) married, though? Should we get married, though? (laughs) So I have these Mahabis. I call them my muffins. Yeah. All right? Babe, where's my muffins? Babe, where's my muffins? I don't know. Did you look under your lips? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
I can't get <laughs> my brain's chilling. My this brain's is, chilling. This is one of those train wreck episodes. Did you look under your I can feel it. Upper lip. <laughs> what? That doesn't even make sense, man. Why is why do why do people say does it smell like your upper lip? Like what is that reference to? What's that supposed to smell like? So here's how it goes. Somebody goes, Oh man, what's that smell? Oh, did the dog fart? Oh man, do you smell that smell? It's like list list the things that come out of somebody's mouth. And then you go, Ah, it must be your upper lip. I know. Okay. But why? I, I'm getting to the why. Why is because the upper lip is right next to your nose. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it though. Anyways, it, it can get a little funky on that upper lip. Oh. Is my understanding. I, I've never smelled anything but roses from my skin and my body. Maybe it's from people with funky mustaches. My mustache is a little funky right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not smell-wise, but it looks weird. Right before we started recording, we were doing a test, and you go, my mustache looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I don't, I, I've never, I've never liked my beard. I kind of have like one of those. I have like one of those beards where it's like, mm, nice try. No. Hey, hey, good for you for trying to grow that beard out. I know. That's, you, you know, you're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> I know you think that, but it's not true. You have a nice beard. Always have loved your beard. Always love your stash. Love it when you grow the whole thing out and then shave off the everything but the stash and then rock that for a week. Love that face. One of these days That's I'm going to rock face. a stash. Yeah, on the pod. For years. I hope you do. People are going to go, oh, are you a firefighter or a police officer? And I'm going to go, no, I'm just a man. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have a firefighter slash policeman mustache, though. You have like a... It's a weird one. I'm in a band mustache. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get back to the Mojave's. Sure. Mojave, how, is it Mojave's? Yeah. Did I nail it? Okay. I'm really, I've really lost my mind with, with the whole mispronouncing it bit. Yeah, I think you actually think they're called Mojave's. At first and I did. At first I did. It's like when you mispronounce quinoa as quinoa. You as in you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean everybody else. I like to, I like to be on no. the island alone with the mispronunciations and then let everybody else think I'm wrong, but inside I believe within my the depths of my soul that everybody else is wrong. Wow, that's mind-boggling. I see what you did there. You brought it back. Uh-huh. And let me see. Let me let me just say something about mind bottling is I've done the research. So have the rest of us. Turns out I'm wrong. <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. You are. <laughs> Here's the funny part about mind bottling is I so I, I was talking with Michael. Uh-huh. And he's like, it was so funny that you doubled down on that. <laughs> yeah. But I seriously thought I was right. Yeah. I yeah. legitimately thought it was from Anchorman. Turns out it's from Blades of Glory. Yes. Turns out I know that you thought that. this entire time you were wrong. I was wrong. So anyways, back to it the Mojave. It takes Mahabis. a man to be able to admit that you were wrong. It takes a human though. Mm-hmm. So it's why are your muffins rubber banded by the front door? So my muffins, my slippers. My muffins. Hey, hey babe, where's my muffins? Yeah. All the time. Because I, I take them off at various points of the house throughout the day, throughout the weeks. Yeah. And I... Need to keep track of them for you. And no, Is you don't. Ne- you don't need to. I'm looking for assistance when I ask where my muffins are. Yeah, I'm it's just not just the muffins. It's 
babe, where's my fill Let's in not the get blank? And I usually am like, it's on the second shelf of this room right here. And you're like, oh, thanks. Get into this, please. <laughs> um, some I need assistance sometimes okay. with my muffins in particular. Okay. And um, I only have one pair of muffins because I like a simple life. I I like a simple lifestyle, and I just have one pair of muffins. Mm-hmm. Some people have multiple pair of pairs of muffins. I have one pair of muffins. Sometimes I lose track of them in my own house, and I need assistance. I wear them a lot. They have begun to, speaking of upper lip funk, <laughs> they, smell they smell real bad, these muffins. Okay. I mean, I'm talking like I didn't know oh. that my feet smelled. Is that why Emma rubs her face all over them? Because she's a garbage cat. Emma, our cat, one of two cats. I did. I did. I wasn't aware that she rubs her face on my muffins. Yeah, that's probably why. <laughs> gross. <laughs> that's super gross. <laughs> Everything I'm saying, I'm I'm deeply ashamed <laughs> about everything. But I'm I, I I'm just trying to you know put this out there. Put this out there. Fair Anyways, enough. I get on Amazon.com. Dot com. I get on the Chrome. I go, dear dear Amazon. I I was wondering if you had something to get rid of this. Smell inside my muffins. Were they charcoal? That's inserts? what I. That's what I typed into the you search said, bar. Dear Amazon. I said, dear Amazon. I was pondering the thought of perhaps doth, doth and thou you would hear to forth <laughs> <laughs> ha- have too perchance forth. a, uh, a anti smell device <laughs> for my muffins. And Ama- Amazon dot crom the crom says. Dear I'm sorry. I don't know that one. No. Nope. And now I'm totally derailed on the whole bit. So oh, I'll just move on. Get back on track. So I found some uh some like inserts. They're like uh I you mentioned charcoal, charcoal just a couple seconds ago. I don't know if they're charcoal and here's what happened. I get these. They came in the mail today, by the way. That was the Amazon package. Okay. How riveted are you? Is this riveting? I actually don't know. Like, usually I know everything you're saying already, but I actually don't know where this is going, so. Hang on. We're doing this new video. I'm interested. Thing, and I need to make sure it's up and running. Who knows I'm always doing point. something weird with my mouth. I don't care. Here's, here, back to me, okay? Back to me. Uh, where was I? I was talking about amazon.com okay so i get i get these i get these things in the mail uh-huh. and they're they're um they're like these two they're in they're these two yeah do you know what i'm saying yeah they're inserts for your shoes thank you they're inserts but they're like bags right and they're gonna suck up into the charcoal they're gonna suck up the stank here's here's what i'm thinking about the charcoal is i don't know if it's charcoal because <laughs> God, I've totally lost my mind. I just can't wait to get back on the couch, you know. Really? <laughs> wow. Can't you? Actually, no. I can't stop thinking about that sex scene. We've been watching <coughs> the show called Normal People. Yeah, I have. And there's these um, 30-year-old actors that are playing That's high school and college kids. Mm-hmm. And the guy's mom, it looks they look the same age. You can't come in on episode four and start judging everything. No, I'm just, I'm not judging. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm just trying to be funny. And, uh, oh. anyways. <laughs> What's up with the charcoal inserts? What's the story? I don't know. What? 
You need to finish it. It doesn't matter. You have to finish your stories. Here's here. What happened was I get these charcoal things. They're not charcoal. What what happens oh is God. I get them up to my office here. Okay. I'm looking at my muffins and I'm looking at this package of anti-smell devices, and I open up the bag, and I immediately take a smell, and it's not like a small smell. I kind of breathe in deep, and it smells like chlorine. And then, like, I felt some particles go in my nose. Oh. And so after then and up until, like, 30 minutes ago, I felt nauseous (laughs) and out of it. Oh. And, like, maybe I've caught some sort of uh, devastating... Disease? I don't know. Cancer. I didn't want to say the, I didn't want to say D the D word. <laughs> That's not funny. You know what's funny it's about that? No, nothing's funny about it the D word. Is I asked my niece what's she said I said, Oh my god, and she said that was a bad word. And I said, Oh, interesting. And I said, What's yeah. the worst word you know? And she said, the S word. And <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. And she goes, Stupid. <laughs> she's eight (laughs) i have a question i have a question like a lot of people have like my niece or my daughter said this thing Hmm. and it's super cute or profound or anywhere in that realm of of things it's interesting it's not boring yeah but is it kind of is it kind of annoying to hear what you heard a kid say not if it's interesting enough. Hey, the other day, you wouldn't believe what my daughter said. How is it or is it not more interesting than a fucking five-minute story about someone's <laughs> stinky shoe inserts? Mine took two seconds and you giggled. Worth it. I'm just telling you, ever since I breathed in whatever noxious gases were in these anti-stink bags, yeah, I've changed. <laughs> Yeah. I've become something else entirely. Oh no, monster! And I and I'm not sure what it is, but I I don't like it. Oh, oh, I like it. It'll be okay, honey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Hey, can I ask you some big questions? Yeah. Um, do you have anything on the docket? That's not one of the questions, by the way. Uh, I thought we'd talk about. How we had time apart and how that's good for our relationship. It's been amazing. Let's talk about that later. Um, Right now, (laughs) I want to ask you, what's the meaning of life? Uh, Why? (laughs) Hadn't thought of it that way. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I like where you're going with this. Interesting. Tell me more. The meaning of life is whatever you make of it yourself. That's what you're going to I can't land answer on? that for you. No. I can't I, even answer that for myself. It's, no, I'm not asking for me. I'm not. I'm just generally, generally thinking, let me ask you seriously. What do you think the meaning of life is? Is to find a purpose and. Do you want to take a second to think about it or do you want to rip right into it? Because I'm kind of thinking you might need a couple seconds. <laughs> I'm not planning to say anything profound here. 
No. Unless uh-uh. you give me a couple days. Oh, in a couple days, you'll come up with something profound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to knock my socks off in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is, that, <laughs> Is that weird? It's just funny, like you're making a call, <laughs> like you're Babe Ruth. You're about to hit a home run. You're like, in two days, you're not going to believe what's going to come out of my mouth in two days. Uh, whatever I say right now is going to be needed, need to be reworded. Listen, don't, don't, at a later time. Don't analyze what it'll sound like. I'm not looking for the, the meaning I'm of I'm not life. looking for a literal answer. I, it's, it's not a rhetorical question. It's, Nobody really knows, and some people have some good ideas, and I'm just wondering what yours are. The meaning of life is to feel like you lived it and did not waste it and spent spent your time finding your purpose, understanding who you are, and making connections with others so that it was all worthwhile. Can I ask? Can I ask you further questions mm-hmm. upon your answer? Yeah. Do you think we ever really figure out who we are, or our purpose? Um. Yeah, I do. Don't you? Everyone? No, not everyone. Um. I think some people want to figure that out, and some don't. No, I don't think either of those things happen. Okay. I think we can try. But I think there's always more left on the table. And I don't know if anything's ever 100% yeah. figured out. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, we fig- some of us have figured out a purpose for other people. Like other people feel like that person's figured out their purpose or who they are. And somebody might figure out a purpose in life. But I don't think there's just one. Just like I don't, I don't think there's soulmates. Right. At least there's not one. I think there's like highly compatible people and you could chalk that up too. Uh, you could kind of fit that in your belief structure, and, you know, soulmate or whatever the that. words. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, what do you, what do you think the meaning of life is? I don't know. I'm constantly like, it's a work in progress. It's a, a weird question to me. I don't, the meaning of life, I, f- I just feel like it should be worded differently. Like, what is the purpose of life, not the meaning of life? Yeah, but that's not, you're, you're asking about the origins of a, qu- like, I'm, I ask you a question. But that like is the no question. That is the, you know, forever been a question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is I'm the meaning of life? It does really compute. Okay, to I'll, what rephrase. The answer is. I'll rephrase. I'll <laughs> rephrase. What do you think the meaning of life is? I said. I already said. Okay. All right. Now I'm going to be thinking about it. Can I ask you a second question? Yes. What do you think happens after we die? Oh, gosh. Um, I used to think about, you know, what heaven would be like. Um but ultimately I'm not religious and I don't believe in any really grand thing. I think spirits carry on in their own way and I don't really know exactly what way that is. I know that um, when my grandpa died, 
there is like a lot of random places I went, this yellow butterfly would pop up and I think we see what we need at the time. And at the time I thought like, that's kind of my grandpa's spirit following me and telling me he's here with me. But then when my cat died, which was really a traumatic event for me, there was nothing at all. I I felt nothing. I dreamt nothing. Um, and I thought, well, that's it. You're just gone when you die. Uh, so I don't know. I think our spirits fly away and those, I like to believe that those who love you watch over you in some way. I just, there's nothing tangible for me in my head when I think of it. Um, can I ask you further questions upon your answer? Yeah. Um, so spirits, tell me more about these spirits and how they work. Ooh, when you say spirits, I think of ghosts, and I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. It's not that I don't believe in ghosts. It's that I've never had an encounter. I hear that other people have, and I don't discredit them. So we can accurately say that ghosts don't exist and just move on as fact? That's then? not what I said. Oh, okay. I said I've never experienced that, but I, w- I don't want to say they don't exist. Mm. Even though there's... Nobody's ever seen an actual ghost ever. It's ever been properly recorded in the Wait. history of humanity. Yes, people have. Okay, it's been written about, but it's been refuted over and over and over again. What about the times where you don't actually see a ghost, but like something's clearly happening and you can feel something happening? So can I tell you a ghost story? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not, it's, it's not really a ghost story. It's something that happened that I can't explain, although there is an explanation for it. Okay. I was in, um, I was living, um, as a roommate in a house when I was first getting sober, Mm -hmm. clear of mind and sound (laughs) as an old engineer is how I was operating at the time. Interesting. Yes. Uh, basically, I had a fine-tuned um, head at the time. No drugs, right. no alcohol. Right. Young. Spry. Spry. Good memory at the time. And Real good one. And you saw a ghost? Anyways, I came I came in at uh, midnight, perhaps an hour later. I don't know. That's not the question here. Um, I walk into the house, and it's a third-level... Uh, house situation the bottom is like a basement like ours um and there's a fireplace in it like ours and there alongside of one of the walls is like a line of toys like kids toys okay why grandkids oh that house gotcha um and uh i walk in and i kind of like look down there i don't know why but I look because right. like it's the third story is like you go downstairs, but there's like a railing that you can see through it. It's, it's got one of those situations, which I can't stand when a home has a rail instead of a wall, just put up a wall. <laughs> like okay. don't have a railing. Anyways, there was a railing there. You could see down there and I looked down there and there's always a kitchen light on when I, when I came home, everybody's asleep and uh, the house is dark except for like a kitchen light an accent light. And I look down into the third level 
through the railing. It's pitch black, except for like a faint glow from the kitchen, kind of illuminating a quarter of the room. Okay. And there's these kids' toys. And I look along the kids' toys, and all of a sudden, uh, there's a fire truck, and it started to go off. Like, you know when you're in Target, and you yeah boop a lever, or you beep a bopper, yeah. or whatever, and it starts like you know, doing its siren thing and like moving around and yeah. the wheels turn or whatever. That's what happened. Ooh. And um, I went down there. Oh, okay. And I looked at it. And I watched it until it stopped. And that was weird. And right. I'm not sure. I can't. It's hard to explain. Other than like maybe something in the electronics triggered... I have no idea. Weird. I have no idea. Maybe there was, maybe the house had um, mice or something because it was next to a sliding glass door and something ran by. I don't know. And it was too dark to see that. Maybe it was a spirit. Anyways, let's get back to these spirit things. So you believe, you believe there are spirits after you die? Like we somehow transcend death into like some sort of a spirit realm or perhaps like an in-between life and death or something? Oh, man. Serious question. I know. I don't know. I, I think if I'm... What I want to believe is that our spirits sort of float o- float away and live on. Um, I, if I were being extremely honest... Yeah. I kind of think nothing happens, uh, but I don't like to think that. It's hard to feel that way or to think that way. Yeah, because to analyze it that as means everyone you love just dies. But I think that's why we've come up with reasons that there's life after death is because it's such a hard thing to think about. Right. I don't, yeah, I don't think there's life after death. I think there's spirituality after death, I guess. Hmm. Do you think that's possible? I don't know. I have no idea. Have you ever felt like someone's watching down on you or can speak to you in some way? Here's what I think happens when we die. It, this is in it. This is something that I consider a fact. Yeah. Is that the ones who love us will miss us. And that's it. However, I pray And I think and I meditate and I talk with people that have passed from my life. Me too. Um, I don't know if it's a two-way conversation, but sometimes it feels as though it is. Yeah. And that seems to help me in my life. And I don't question it. I just do it. And I don't, it's, it, it, none of what I do, whether it's prayer or meditation or how I do it or when I do it or why I do it has anything to do with any kind of dogma or religion or anything like that. Right. Although there are, there are several shared tactics from those things, religious things or spiritual practices that I use. And I just kind of like, I cherry pick from what's out there. I take what works for me and I leave the rest. Mm-hmm. But I do know for a fact that the ones who love us miss us. This is making me feel emotional for some reason. 
Yeah, it's a heavy subject. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little emotional too. Ever since I smelled that Amazon.com package. Okay. That was a real humdinger right. right up my nose. And the last time I had a humdinger up my nose <laughs> was before I got sober. Oh. <laughs> and I had a humdinger up the nose today. Actually, the what, lo- in, what in that case was the humdinger? Well, l- let me just say that's not entire. That's not yeah, half. Oh. What do you mean? How oh, do you know? I was thinking about never mind. I was thinking about other stuff. Like <laughs> cocaine? Yeah. Yeah, I've never done cocaine. I know. I know you probably snorted other stuff. I've definitely snorted other stuff. I've never snorted anything. That's a good thing. That sounds honestly like the most painful and uncomfortable thing I would ever want to do. It's not. It's, n- it's none of those things. Anyways, <laughs> I was once like several years ago cleaning a bathroom <laughs> with yeah. bleach. Oh. And I had the fan on, but all of a sudden I was like, I feel a little funny. Oh, yeah. So anyways, uh, we don't have I had a humdinger then. <laughs> so we, uh, um, I dyed my hair like teal color like <laughs> and it was just coming out blue in my sister's um tub and shower over the weekend and we had i sprayed it all down with bleach and i was like trying to hold my breath the whole time yeah but you know how sometimes you don't get out quick enough to take a deep breath and it was too late and i had to <gasps> inhale and then it was like <sighs> just like coughing yeah awful and then i felt like i lost some brain cells i think so the questions i'm asking you and i guess the other one is um are you religious? Am I? Yeah. No. Let's say if we were to get married ever, would you want any religious part in the ceremony? No. Okay. Is that because I wouldn't want that or? That's because I'm not religious. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, I think like these I'd are. I'd like impo- some spiritual um, feeling in there. Yeah. Some spiritual. And stuff. how would that look to you? Um, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want any sort of religious person marrying us. I, I'd rather have it be like someone we know or someone who's really special to our lives. Okay. And I would want that person to have words come from their heart rather than any sort of text. And, um, I like that. I would assume that that person would also have some, some similar spirituality to us and that we would sort of put thoughts out into the universe or something like that people do a lot of crazy things at weddings and i promise you i haven't thought this hard about it but like the things that are i'm drawn to are not the traditional things and are not the religious things they're the things like um like letting letting uh what are those called like those chinese lanterns go and you've written like a wish in them or something like that yeah yeah, that's cool stuff. That's pretty normal, though. Yeah, I guess so. Like, there's been so many weddings that, like, even the not normal stuff is pretty much normal. Yeah, I agree. I think it is interesting to me when people th- that I know are not religious do have kind of a religious wedding. That always strikes me as odd. I know. It's weird, right? Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, hey, this is pretty cool. This uh, Like, I'm jamming with, you know, the whole ceremony, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> it's like, and in, G- in Jesus' name. And they're like, and dip your head, and we will pray. And I'm like, what? These yeah. people don't. And then they do it. 
Yeah. And then me, I'd be like, oh, okay, hang on a second. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's back up. This isn't going in here. Did you sneak that in there? Do we have an option? Tom? <laughs> I don't know who Tom is, but I'm. Tom. Uh, yeah, that's that's always interesting. Tom, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Get out of here with that religious stuff. Um. I wonder if when you go to the courthouse, okay, so you have to get a marriage license like a couple of weeks ahead of time. And then you have to sign papers when you're actually married, right? It's like a certificate. I wonder if any of that has any sort of religious connotation because, you know, uh, it pops up everywhere. Like we're supposed to have separation of church and state, but, you know, the president gets sworn in and it's super religious, and like political campaigns are end up being religious based and it just pops up in other places. I mean, we're saying like in school, it's, it's supposed to not be present, but we're like doing all kinds of, I don't even know. The right pledge now. of allegiance. I just realized that's not really religious. Yeah, oh yeah, it is under God. Yeah. Yeah. There is some in there. So, so anyway, I'm wondering if they've snuck it into the like actual formal part of getting married. I think marriage is kind of like it's um it's a legal, it's a property, it's a yeah. It's a um religious thing. It's all kind of melded into into it. I I like religion I wonder if religion will ever work its way out of things like in God we trust on the dollar bill and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine because, like, uh, a lot of people, I think it's most of the population um, identify in some sort of religion. And yeah, that's, I think so. And that's how they roll in life. Which, by the way, for the record, um, I'm looking at the camera now. I'm looking at you YouTube watchers. Um, and, by the way, thanks for coming over to YouTube and uh, hit that like button. <laughs> God, you know, I don't like it when that comes out of my mouth. Is it on the left or but the right? But leave a like and a comment. And um and say hi and I appreciate you being here, but all this religious I'm very open minded and yeah. to each is their own and it's happens to not be for me. But again, I do pull elements from religion and atheism. I meander, man. I meander all over the map. I take belief structures and um, practices from everything, right. and that's what has worked for me. And it kind of hits me as I you know, walk this path of life. Like all of these ideas and and things hit me. Yeah. I don't go, sometimes I've gone full into a few things, but it never lasts too long. And I'm kind of always like, yeah, but what about this area of life? I like to explore that. And that's not within the paradigm of how I should behave in this one. So I don't like that. So I kind of head, I meander. Yeah. Anyways, to each is their own. And, um, no shame on however you want to live your life. That goes without saying. Um, and I think like th- the principles of this podcast and for me in my life, like empathy, kindness, and just, just knowing that other people have to walk in their own shoes and I have no idea what it's like for them. And um, I'm curious. I'm not judgmental. Although I'm a- I am human and I do get very judgmental because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I make a lot of mistakes. And um, the last time I made a mistake was this morning after I got this package from Amazon.com. <laughs> and you breathed it in? 
Um, what do you think about it when I say we, crom? Uh, I think that you're doubling down on a mistake, and it's hilarious. I meant to say it on, at first. Like, I meant to actually say dot crom. You did? Now, now where do you stand on your opinion on that? Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's... It's the Mojave's thing. I think it's funny, but now I'm kind of thinking it's <laughs> annoying. What? What is it? You tell me. Hmm. Sometimes it's very funny. Sometimes it just is like, yeah, good try. Okay. Just like anything else then. I definitely, you made it sound like a mistake, so that was funny to me. I love it when you mispronounce something. Hmm. And you kind of look over at me because you know I'm going to fuck, fucking make fun of you <laughs> for it. Or when you get like frog in your throat and start talking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you get when I get saliva in my throat, yeah, get, and then yeah. Hey, do you want anything from the kitchen? Ah, uh, back on chips. <laughs> <laughs> you love to point that out every time. Here's what I don't like about. So I, I love to mispronounce. I like to play stupid sometimes. I like to be undervalued, and then to see other people's reactions. Oh, interesting. Yes, I love it. I love to be the underdog. I've kind of been the underdog for large stretches of my life. Okay. And I like it. Yeah. I like to hold back or do something silly or sound a little dumb oh, in, in areas and I to see how other people react. And well, I can relate with you about that. I do things like that. Yeah. And I don't do it like to manipulate. I just kind of like. To be funny. Yeah. To be funny or sometimes I do it as in principle and. I'm kind of on this war path right now with the spelling of your. <laughs> Are you doing it wrong on purpose? Yes. So I think. Because people love to correct that. Oh, dude. And it's so ridiculous how people are like, you're with a star. And they're they're f- correcting. It's like, you didn't need to. Yeah. We all understand what they meant. Yeah. Why are people correcting <laughs> other people's spelling? Like <laughs> spell check in and of itself will just fuck up your day. Yeah. Left and right. So I just let mistakes fly now because. Who cares? Who gives a shit, dude? And some people do, and it's really annoying. You're just texting, too. I mean, if you're like, hey, can you edit this (laughs) novel for me? Then yes, please correct my yours. But I I am of the opinion, and I will die on this hill. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay. So I think your should just be spelled one way, or it should be forgiven the spelling should be always forgiven no matter the context. And I don't care about the rules. I know there's a lot of rules. I don't care about the rules. In the English grammar language. English but is hard. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because we have words that have several different meanings. Yeah, that's true. And can be spelled this spelled way differently but sound the exact same. That's very confusing if you're trying to learn that language. So anyways... I just think that your, <laughs> there should be no misspellings for it. Okay. I don't care. That's fine. I'm I not going to argue with you. That's how I feel you. about it. That's how I fucking feel about Can it. Can we okay? go back to how you sometimes, to be silly, play the underdog and whatnot? Yeah. Um, I've noticed I do a thing specifically, I mean, it's around specific people and not because I'm you know, making it that way, but just certain people bring this out in me. And with my family, I love the shock and awe factor. So I really love to like double down on some 
maybe it's a little younger child thing. I love to just like lean into the I'm gross and inappropriate stuff, humor. Okay. And jokes and farts. Yeah. And swear words. It's like such a childish thing, but it's, I don't know. I think it goes back to where you just like, you couldn't do that as a kid, but now you can do that because you're an adult. Do you like to get, do you like to see a reaction in people like get a rise out of them? No, no, it's more like, I don't know what it is, internal. Is that weird? No. Uh-uh. Do you do that? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So I think. I just I think don't want to fall into whatever mold has been placed before me. Yeah, and you don't. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you are your own woman. And you're a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. And you behave however you want to behave, mm-hmm. no matter what anybody thinks, no matter right. how embarrassing other people may feel <laughs> around you or <laughs> how grossed out they may be. You do you, you know? You know, rule number one, if you're going to be bullied, is if you make fun of yourself first, they can't make fun of you. That is the golden rule number one, yes. If you laugh at yourself, then, pe- then you can't be taken too seriously. There's nothing left for them to do. Yeah. And that's why I kind of felt like I was going to head into a joke there, and I was waiting for the thought to come to me. But <laughs> I, I'm going to go serious. And that's why um, being vulnerable is a strength. Yeah. That is being vulnerable. That is being vulnerable. And if you don't believe vulnerability isn't a strength, there's a, du- a direct corollary to how it is. Fact. You can take the piss out of somebody's anger or somebody's bullying by making fun of yourself and saying, like, what else are you going to say, dude? Yeah. Yeah, I'm this, I'm that. Okay, what now? Yeah. Usually it leads, the bully will probably get physical get real feisty especially in like middle school or high school and maybe nowadays you know who knows because it's real spicy out there especially politically and culturally well i'm sure social media bully is way worse than in person ever used to be because you can say whatever you want and you're not in front of them and you there's no can you imagine what it's going to be like for uh, like um like your nieces for example to be in high school they're like and by the by the time they get into high school, that's like, what is that, eight years away? Yeah. Okay, so eight years from now, who knows what kind of tech's going to be out there? It's going to be the new Instagram, the new... Yeah. Although they're kind of... Like, I wonder if there's going to be, like, the new thing or if it's just going to be Instagram but different at that point in time. Is Facebook really going to be... Who knows? I mean, ...outpaced by something else? It seems likely, but who knows? Everything's already so instant. It can't get more instant than that. We can't get more in each other's faces than we are now, I don't think. But I think just different forms of it, like you're saying. It is going to be weird. It's weird. Remember, remember, oh, man, AOL first came out. Like, I am rushing to your computer just to see if someone's going to ping you and getting online and seeing who's on there. Now, everyone's available at the press of a button no matter what even if they're not online you just send a thing and they'll be online it's like yeah there's no anticipation people really get into the weeds on those facebook comments (laughs) yeah i mean like i've seen my friends and family at each other's throats 
over like political views and stuff. I really want to get off Facebook, but I just, I don't know. I've got photos on there from like 10 years. Well, you can download those photos. Yeah, I know you can. But Let's like, find the solution to all of your questions right now. Let's, let's go for it. Let's figure questions? let's figure out the answer to how how to get you off Facebook. I can do it in in thirty Why seconds. Why are you still on Facebook? So I happen to just in case I happen to still enjoy social media. Uh, like I know that's not a cool thing too. to say right now, but yeah. Like, yeah, I think a lot of people enjoy it, and like it's really it's it's really easy to pick on, and in fact I've done already done it in the last five minutes really picked on social media, but I still enjoy a, a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And also professionally, it's like my portfolio or some of it anyways. Yeah, that's true. I My Facebook is a public profile that I just put up my artwork. I don't put up my thoughts on politics or religion or any of that stuff. Wow. I don't, I, I when I comment, it's always positive, high road stuff. It's not like, mm, you actually misspelled your <laughs> You actually, it's actually apostrophe re in this case. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't do have anything else to do. I don't do any of that stuff. I don't engage in it. I just like, I, I do the new care button. Have you seen that? No. It's like a hug instead of a heart oh. or a thumbs up. Mm-mm. I'll throw that in there. You oh. know. And here's the thing. If I see something I don't like, guess what I do? I scroll past it. I know. I don't engage. I, I just like, I go, huh, I don't like that. I'm going to move on. Yeah. What happened? Once in a while, unfollow. What, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I do a lot of that. Um, what scrolling happened? scrolling and someone's holding up a big old dead animal head. Sorry, but no. Okay. Unfollow. Well, in that case, I like it. Some people don't want to see that. No. Some people definitely don't want to see that. Yeah. Um. Anyways. What happened to, like, if you don't see, if you don't, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all? Mm. What happened to that principle? I don't understand what's going on in this world right now. I don't understand it. Did anyone ever follow that? Yes. Well, everyone, everyone, everything's more outspoken now because we just didn't say anything to people before. Maybe it's just hard to do that. Maybe it's really easy and it like hits a pleasure center in your brain and in your body when you do something that heads into drama. I don't know what it is, but <clears throat> Oh yeah. Either way it's entertaining. Like there's nothing boring about it. It's just something I don't do. Are you done are you done asking me life questions? I am. Do you have some for me? Um Well only if you had some in the chamber. No. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, wrapping this one up. Um, if, um, no. Okay. Well, wrapping this podcast up, uh, do you have any final words? We're wrapping this podcast up? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to talk about how I was gone for a week? Uh, Stuck in Texas? Do you need me During to... During a Texas snowstorm? Do you need me to agree to it? Or do you just want to talk about it? I just want to talk about it. Okay. First of all, I want to say that my hearts are with people in Texas. 
because it's super gnarly and people have been without food and water for a really long time. Let me ask you, do you really, did you really feel like you needed to say that or is it something you truly feel? I mean it. Okay. I also mean it when I say that there are people like that around the world all the time. Mm. And that comes to mind a lot when we have a crisis in the United States and it's a huge deal, which it is. I know people are dying. Yeah. I just, my mind immediately goes to the fact that that is happening to people all the time. There's no... And we're not up in arms about it? Yeah. Listen. What do you... Hang on a second. What do you mean? I'm just pointing out a fact. Of? That we're not better than those people? I don't think that's being disputed. At least in this room. No, that's not. Okay. But what are, what are your concerns, though? Like, we're not up in arms about what? That people are without food and water and electricity all the time. Are you... And they need help. They need our help. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we helping them? Well, I, I'm not in particular. No. No. But I do do my due diligence where I need the help. Listen, I'm trying to survive. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I don't carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. You don't think about that stuff though sometimes? Oh yeah. No, bogged I down by the thought of, I mean, ultimately it's out of our hands and everything yes. is in pers- our own perspective and we need to just move along with our day. But there, there are so many things you can do here without solving world hunger that are way more beneficial than actually tackling world hunger because it's insurmountable. It's like trying to eradicate violence or, you know, I don't know, put another big thing on that list. Right. I stopped carrying the weight of the world around my shoulders a long time ago, although it still revisits. And it's like, yeah, that's unfortunate. But, uh... I just don't, it's, it's like so, there's so much brain space and yeah, that's true. I can do practical things on the daily basis that help the world or help my vision of the world. Yeah, I I understand that. Um, I, I, the other side of it that I, I just like a reminder that, um, I don't want to take things for granted. So, like, really simple pleasures, like being able to turn the faucet on, are, like, um, when they're taken away, things are just really difficult. And when those things are compounded, life in general is really difficult. And we're really lucky to live with all those really awesome luxuries. Yeah, not, like, people talk about privilege a lot. Right. That kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. There's not a day that goes by. Actually, that's not true. That you're not <laughs> there grateful? Are s- there are so many days that go by <laughs> where I'm just a fucking, I'm just angry at the world and I'm angry at my <laughs> job or angry at whatever. A tangled cord. I t- well, oh, dude. How many times do I get frustrated <laughs> I can't find my muffins? Not that. None of that stuff is discredited. I think can't everything, find my muffins. everything that we experience is an experience and it doesn't 
discredit anything else. But I want to say that like lately I've just felt extra grateful for everything I have. And I think, Mm. I think when you're humbled by something, even that you're not experiencing, it's, I love a good reminder to be grateful because like weeks can go by when you haven't really thought of that. Well, I think, I think like a lot of people see a disaster where I see something really incredible. Because people come together. Yeah. yeah, Help. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it puts your life in perspective. There's like a whole wonderful world within uh, of goodness that happens within a crisis. And a lot of people are like 2020 is a piece of shit. Right. I think we'll look back at 2020 and be pretty grateful for it. I, yeah, a lot of positive stuff in 2020. Yeah. Honestly, we've talked about that. But, uh, so in my small little world, my positive part of that Texas disaster was, yes, I picked, I picked the five days to go down to Texas to see my sister and my nieces. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, in single digit degrees, which hasn't happened in like unprecedented a hundred years or something like that. 100 (laughs) years. And so my, I got quote unquote stuck there. My flight got canceled and then it got rescheduled for two days later and it got canceled again. But the silver lining with that of that was major. Like I wouldn't, I would never be spending as that much time down there with them. Just, Locked inside, playing games. It felt like I went home for Christmas, mm. and we were playing Monopoly, which I really suck at, and cribbage and video games and hide and seek in the dark. And I'm so grateful for that quote unquote disaster in my small little world because it brought me quality family time that I really needed, especially after isolation from covid i'm i mm-hmm. i'm looking at it that way so there's no amount of money that can buy a second of time and you um spent a lot of time quality time and we, it's hard to do that these days yeah it's just hard to spend quality time especially when there's social media and a supercomputer in your pocket right that you can literally find all the world's questions including the meaning of life. <laughs> what happens after we die? Yeah. And does Amazon.com <laughs> have anti-stink bags? It's and all there. A- and, and yeah, and seeing people age and get older and our lives take new forms, it's really, I almost feel outside myself when I see other people now because so much time is passing. Well, this almost 40-year-old body is having a hard time just sitting on the floor. <laughs> Right now. My ass hurts too. My back, like the upper right part of my back, there's something going on right now as oh, I speak. No. Actually, it just kind of went, it just kind of got a little better. Do you think it's the new couch? No, there's nothing wrong with that new couch. <laughs> Let's be honest, that new couch is a dream. The couch came while I was gone. In fact, here's what happened. my cat barfed on it before I even got to see it in person. Here's what happened is I got the new couch in, we got a new TV. <laughs> And you're bumming because you're like, I want to be there watching the <laughs> on their new couch and well, TV. For and a I, minute. And I go, I go, and I'm proud of this moment. You're like, are you kidding? I go, I go, honeybee. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much, but you are on an adventure right now, and I'm here doing the stuff. Uh, you're doing what I wish I was doing. 
Like yeah. that you're living life. That's living life. What you yeah. were doing in, in a crisis, making the best of it, helping out the neighbors, neighbors coming over, getting water, you know, having to do all the survival stuff. Going into the grocery store, from what you told me, was <laughs> a nightmare. People God. were putting on snow pants to go from their car into the grocery store, yeah, from yeah. my understanding. Yeah. That's uh, amazing and hilarious. Yep. And, the, like, the grocery stores in Texas are, they do it big over there. They're, like, bigger than Costco. Yeah. It's huge. From e- what I remember. H-E-B was massive. Huge. And there's a line from the front all winding back through aisles all the way in the back. Yeah. And you think that's not very long, but it is really a really long line. So this um, this grocery shopping experience was worse than the pandemic where like you couldn't find toilet paper. And that's the last time we were in Texas. Yes. Oh, I was with you at that time. Yes. And then, so y- w- we were there huh. literally while the pandemic's unfolding, like you see in like a disaster film when yeah. the news is on in the background. They're like, COVID-19 might be a thing. Up next on Joe Brow with Late Night at 8 p.m. Stay tuned to see if all flights will be grounded till yeah. indefinitely. And we're like, do we this need is, to drive home? This could be the end of times. Yeah. <laughs> like, Every huh. time we go to Texas, it's... On the edge of, like, are we going to get stuck here forever? Or Yeah, so anyways, you were living life, and I'm at home watching TV. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's, it's some, you, you, were, you were in a place. By the way, um, I just can't say enough good things about your sister and her family. But I, I was like, I was all good. Like, I had no worry. Yeah. I wasn't even worried. Like I was I, the usual amounts of worried, but I knew, I knew you were in a safe environment, and I trusted it. Yeah. And I was like, she'll she'll be home. It'll be okay. And we talked a lot. Yeah. And we talked daily, multiple times a day through it and stuff. And it what it well, it's funny how your mind can change so much because I was there for, you know, five days. My flight got canceled, and when it got canceled, I got a wave of homesick. And called you and I, I kind of was, you know, started to cry a little bit and was like in the mindset that I was going home. But then the very, n- and then I talked to you and you were so just like, you're on this adventure. It's awesome. You get to spend more time down there. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, there for it. I yeah. was totally there for it. And then um, like the day my second flight was going to get canceled, we were all just kind of taking bets and like, it was snowing again and we're like hopefully it gets canceled you know yeah and it did and we were just there for it again and eventually I got an earlier flight than the one I could get and I almost like didn't want to take it (laughs) you You were you were locked in things changed yeah and so the first tears happened when I thought I was stuck there and the last years happened when I you know was leaving the airport I was really emotional like not wanting to leave obviously wanting to see you but it was just kind of torn both ways so well I'm um, grateful for that time I was really grateful for it too it was nice to have some time apart and to miss each other yeah oh man I haven't said I miss you in like a year it's been it's been too long yeah it's been too long. And That's those important. Th- those are the things that you um, come to find out, like we're eight years in, right? Seven? Eight? Seven. Almost eight. Almost eight. Eight in June. 
where uh, the, those don't happen anymore. Like the new relationship yeah. stuff and like missing and longing and yeah. all that stuff. That doesn't, you know, you get into the daily flow of relationshiping and um, that kind of, that stuff kind of gets calloused over. Well, yeah, especially when we're both working from home and yeah, especially in this then. house and not doing things, like not going to do fun things or going out to eat and blah, blah, blah. And I love, I love um, our little nieces. Oh, my God, me too. To pieces. When I say goodbye, it's like, I don't know when I'm going to see them again. And I really, they're going to be older. They're going to be taller. We'll be back. It, it it's just, just Texas. It's four hours away. It breaks my heart. And I know that everyone who lives away from their family feels that way. So, Ugh. Yeah. We'll just have to FaceTime and Mario Kart. Oh, man, playing Mario Kart with them <laughs> so great. But how... Dude, I cannot stand Nintendo's online systems. It's atrocious. Like PlayStation, Xbox, PC. You you can play video games with a ton of people. Um. And you can chat with them. And you can even do video stuff. Nintendo, like Mario Kart, only two players on, on each side can play. So, like, on their end, they have four. They have It's a family of four. Right with four controllers and they can't all play against us or with us or whatever. It's two on two, no matter what, because their online system only allows that. It's uh. like, how do they botch that so bad? How does Nintendo botch the online thing so bad? I'm really, know. I'm really passionate about <laughs> it. And that's, and that's my world hunger issue. Oh yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> Can't end on that note. Can't end on that note. No. Can't end on it. Can't live with it. Can make we can go make some chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, I'm I'm big on the chocolate chip cookies. Are we wrapping this up? Yeah. Okay. So hey, everybody who listens to, to this podcast, thank you so much. Uh appreciate you. Please tell a friend. Please leave us a review if you haven't yet on Apple iTunes or Podcasties or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, subscribe on there. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Uh, like us on YouTube. And uh, generally, uh, just do all the things that will help us out because it helps us out. And thank you. And please. And thank you. <laughs> was that good? Or yeah. was it desperate? Here, here's our Instagram at SWGM pod. Yeah. Come give us a follow. Yeah. We have some things planned. We're not talking about them yet, but they are big deals and we can't wait for you to see them. We're really proud of these things. We're really excited. And we're all in, and we see uh, a, a big future here, um, well, ha- and I'm excited. Are you I'm excited? excited, yeah. I, a lot's happening, but I don't I always know what to post on Instagram, if I'm being honest. So just putting that out there. You're doing good, kid. But give us hey. a follow, and, and we'll, you know, yeah. show you some behind-the-scenes shit. Yep, all that stuff. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.